name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 217 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners. Today, I'm talking about five ways to improve your endurance. So whether you are just getting into running, or maybe you've been at it for a while, you should be actively working on improving your endurance. And there are many, many methods out there that are designed to help you improve your endurance. But there's a few key principles that I think most runners overlook. So today I've got five ways to improve your endurance to help you run longer and make running easier in general. Who doesn't want that? I know I do. But first, I know I share a lot of information here on the podcast about running and nutrition and weight loss and building strength and all these topics. And if you're new to the podcast, this might all feel a little bit overwhelming and confusing to you and you just don't know where to start. You're like, Patrick, where should I start? Well, funny you should ask because I created a free hour-long training video that can get you started. It's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. You're going to learn all the basics of nutrition and endurance and mindset and building strength, all for you, the runner, who is maybe interested in improving your body composition, losing some weight. So if you're ready to get leaner and stronger and you're ready to become the most badass version of yourself yet, which you are, I know you are, then this free training is exactly what you need. Just go to runningleancoaching.com, click on free training. I know it's so logical, right? And get started on your weight loss journey today. Okay, so five ways to improve your endurance. Why am I talking about this today? Well, lots of runners that I talk to don't know where to begin with this, or they are not really working to improve their endurance, and they don't understand why they're not improving their endurance. <clears throat> so if you're a new runner, you might have no idea how to build your endurance. You might be just thinking that you're just going to run and just keep running and just see if see if it if it pans out. You know, see if it works somehow. See if some magic happens where you're going to be, be uh, have more endurance, be able to run longer, maybe run easier. Seasoned runners that I know might not be uh, feeling very good when they run, and they're like, "I don't understand what's happening here. I'm running all the time." but I, I can't seem to get faster. I can't seem to run longer. Running still feels really hard all the time. So, you know, whether you are a new runner and just getting started with all this, or you're a more advanced runner, a seasoned runner, and you want to improve your endurance, then you should be actively doing a few things to help you improve that endurance, okay? So, and like I said at the beginning here, there's a lot, a lot of principles. If you just start Googling, you know, how to improve your endurance as a runner, you're gonna find 20, 30, 40 different ways of doing that. I'm gonna narrow it down to a few that I found uh, or that I, that I tend to help people with more than others because these are the things that kind of get overlooked a lot, okay? So I'm gonna talk about some things that may be overlooked, okay? So why would you want to be actively improving your endurance as a runner? 
Well, you might want to run longer distances. So maybe you've got a certain race distance that you're training for or that you would like to do someday. So maybe you're a 5K runner and you want to be able to run a 10K. Or maybe you do half marathons and you want to run a full marathon. Or maybe you run full marathons and you're ready to take on an ultra marathon. You know, so whether you want to run, you know, five miles or 50 miles, I think that building your endurance as a runner or improving your endurance as a runner is key. It's just going to make running feel easier. Okay. So you might run a, run a longer race. You might just want to run more miles every week. So you might love running and you just want to be able to run more. So you just want to, instead of running, you know, 10 or 15 miles a week, you want to bump that up to like 15 or 30 miles a week. So you don't necessarily want to train for some ultra marathon, but you just want to be able to run more days or, or, you know, um, uh, longer distances for each typical training run that you do. Um, you might want to run a faster race. So you might want to get faster for a particular distance. So that could be whatever, whatever distance your, your, your jam is, but you may want to, um, get faster and improving your endurance, Sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it can actually help you to get faster. I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. And you might just want to improve your endurance for your heart health because improving your cardiovascular system is so good for your heart, right? Um, The bottom line here is that you probably just want running to feel easier. And I think most of us would agree that, yeah, I want running to feel easier. Now, I have to say this. Running is never going to feel easy, but it can feel easier, Running is hard, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you get out there and you run and it's it's kind of hard, you know? But have you ever had one of those runs where you're like, God, that just felt, it felt easier. Like it, that felt really good, you know, for a change. That's what we want. We want running to feel easier. It's still gonna be a workout, you know? Just like swimming is a workout, cycling is a workout. But we want it to feel a little bit easier because when it feels easier, you're going to want to do it more and you you can go longer if it's feeling easier, right? So um, I'm going to give you guys a couple of uh, keys here. I got five different ways that we can in- improve our endurance. And the first one is this, and this is going to come as no surprise to you, but it is to just run more. So increase your volume. So increasing your volume is the easiest way that you can um, build your endurance and build that aerobic system. So the aerobic system, you know, is is the, the slow running, the the system that you use for most of your running. Hopefully something around like 80% of your running should be done in that aerobic zone, which means you're not pushing it too hard. You're, you're going pretty easy. So the simplest way to um, run, uh, to increase your um, endurance is to run more. You know, it's just like anything else. When you, when you practice doing it more, it becomes easier. You know, like if you want to play the guitar, you got to practice playing the guitar and you're going to suck at it for a while. It's going to be hard, but the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. The same with running. You want to run longer, then you have to practice running longer. If you want to run more, you got to practice running more. Okay. So why this works is because you are building an aerobic engine here, right? This is your your endurance engine. Uh, This is probably the most important factor in long distance running. 
is building that strong aerobic engine. Okay, so most training programs, they, they feature a lot of aerobic running, and, and some of them have some speed work built in too, um, but the, that aerobic engine, your, your ability to run longer at the slower paces, at slower you know, uh, pace is the number one thing you can do to improve your endurance, okay? So if you wanna um, I- improve your aerobic engine, increase the volume that you are running and that'll help you to build a stronger aerobic engine. It also helps to increase your running efficiency. So when you can run uh, more efficiently, you're gonna be able to run further. This is going to improve your endurance as well. And running you know, won't use as much energy. You know, A lot of running, especially when you get into the longer distance stuff, is about energy conservation, right? We don't wanna be spending energy flailing our arms around or running all weird. <laughs> I've seen some people that run pretty weird and I'm like, man, they how do they do that? Like they they can run long distances and they have some strange gates, you know? But when you run more, you can typically improve your gait. And one thing I'll just say is a little sidebar about improving your gait or changing your gait as a runner. As a running coach, we're sort of taught that we shouldn't really mess with people's gaits too much. Like you should just run the way that you run because that is going to be the most natural way for you to run. So don't don't think that you're running wrong just because you're going to gradually, when you increase your volume, your running volume, you are going to get more efficient running the way that you run naturally. So I know it sounds kind of weird, but like, don't worry about it. if you have a weird gait or something like that, or you don't think your running form is very good, don't worry about it. Seriously, just run the way you run. And over time, you're going to be very efficient running that way. Okay. For the most part. Now there are some rare exceptions of people that have really weird flailing legs or arms or something like that, which we probably want to check that a little bit. But for the most part, your running gait is fine. So don't, don't stress out about that too much. Okay, so we, we want to improve our running efficiency. We want to be more efficient as a runner. We want to use less energy as a runner. Um, and increasing your volume will help with this. Um, when you increase your volume, you also uh, are preparing yourself for fatigue in races, especially, or the longer runs, right? When you increase your mileage, you're going to be dealing with fatigue pretty often, and you're going to get better at dealing with fatigue. Fatigue is something that will happen. It just happens, you know, it's part of running. And so consistently dealing with fatigue and and pushing yourself to that point of like, oh, I'm feeling pretty tired. This is really hard. That's a good thing. Um, And that leads me to the uh, last reason why increasing volume will help you improve your endurance is it helps you to build resilience and helps you to build mental toughness. You know, you've done all this hard work. You've, you've, you know, hit fatigue a bunch of times in your training. You've run longer distances. You've improved your um, volume immensely. Now you have some resilience, some mental toughness, some grit. Okay. So when it's time to dig deep in a race when you gotta like really push it towards the end of a race in order to to hit that PR or something like that, you're gonna have that uh, mental toughness that's going to be there, okay? Now, a little pro tip about increasing your mileage, don't feel like you can just do uh, uh, huge increases in your mileage, you know, week to week. You don't wanna do too much too soon. This is what most new runners do. They're like, oh, I, I can run, 
you know, I ran five miles last week. I'm going to run 10 miles next week. Don't do that. Try to stick to the 10% rule. That means that we never increase our mileage more than 10%. So for new runners, I would stick to this pretty, pretty hardcore. If you're a pretty experienced runner and you have been running for years and you're not injured or anything like that, you can be a little looser with the 10% rule. You can do 15%, you know, sometimes 20%, but don't want to go too much too soon. This is a recipe for disaster, for especially for most new runners. Most new runners, they get injured because they do too much too soon. So increase your volume slowly. That means if you run 10 miles this week, next week, you're going to run 11 miles and then you're going to just keep using that 10% rule. Okay. It takes time. So just give it the time that it needs, but increasing your volume, that's number one. Number two, and this is one where I don't see a lot of people talking about this, but you probably want to change your diet. You probably want to start training your body to use a fuel source that you have on board already that will help improve your endurance immensely. That is your own stored body fat. And this is called getting fat adapted. It means that you are basically switching your main fuel source from sugar to fat, from carbohydrates to your own stored body fat. If you wanna take a deep dive into this, I talked about getting fat adapted and using fat as fuel in the last episode of the podcast, number 216, an alternative way to fuel long distance running. So definitely check that out. But here's some little key takeaways here. Number one, think of your energy stores as a fuel tank. And at the very top of the fuel tank, you have this tiny little sliver of sugar or carbohydrate that's available as fuel. And then below that sugar, you've got this massive storage tank of stored body fat as fuel. So most runners, what they're doing is they're using the sugar at the top, a little tiny bit of the fat. Yeah, we always are burning a little bit of both, but most runners are burning primarily sugar. And when that is available, that's all they're going to burn. So they have to continually feed with carbohydrates in order to keep that sugar fuel tank, that sugar part of the fuel tank topped off. When you're doing that, you are just relying on sugar as a fuel source. And it is a good fuel source for running. It does work, but there's problems with that. Eating a lot of sugar causes a lot of people to gain weight. And I'm one of those people. Eating a lot of sugar, especially during running, can really upset a lot of runners' stomachs. And that is not something you want. You don't want to have disaster pants while you're out there running. Um, I hear too many stories about this, actually, and I don't really need to know about what's going on during the run when you're eating too much sugar. But people have real upset stomachs with trying to consume all that sugar. And most runners are not really fat adapted, so they're not using that stored body fat as fuel. So they hit the wall pretty often, like they just run out of fuel because that that small little bit of fuel, once it's gone, um, they haven't trained themselves to tap into that stored body fat. So getting fat adapted just means you're primarily burning fat as fuel and you're not really relying on all the sugar, which is uh, such a good way to go because then you don't need to fuel as much during these longer runs. Um, you won't get the stomach upset and you can basically, you're going to feel like you can run forever. Like you're going to feel like you can run um, long distances, much longer. So this is a great way to improve 
your endurance that just not a lot of people are talking about out there, okay? It's one principle that most runners overlook, but it is key if you want to improve your endurance as a runner. Change your diet, get fat adapted, ditch the sugar, and start you know relying on your own stored body fat as a fuel source, and your endurance is going to go through the roof. Um, again, check out the last episode, number 216, on a deep dive into getting fat adapted. Uh, okay, the third way to improve your endurance is to get stronger. So you want to be intentionally building strength as a runner. And this means like head to toe, actively building strength every single week. This has to be part of your training regimen. You can't just go, well, you know, I do strength training a couple times a month or whatever, once a week. It's just not enough. Um, and again, I did a whole episode talking about how to build strength and, and, the, and the benefits of building strength on episode number 199. Um, so check out that episode for sure. I take a deep dive into how to do it and, and how to actively build strength. But when we're talking about building strength, we're talking about building stronger muscles. You go to the gym, you lift something heavy. Um, you you overload the muscle uh, group that you're working, and then you have a positive adaptation. You build stronger muscles, okay? <clears throat> stronger muscles take longer to fatigue. This is a good thing as a runner. That means you can run much longer before you hit the wall because you have stronger muscles, and you can go longer before your muscles are going to give out on you, okay? Building strength does not just mean stronger muscles. It also means you build stronger connective tissues like tendons and ligaments and stronger bones as well, which is really important. But that tendons and ligaments, this is where most runners get injured. Most running injuries are tendon injuries, uh, like a tendonitis type of thing, which basically just means like you have a pulled or a strained tendon of some sort, you know. And if you are a runner and you're ramping up your mileage and you want to build your endurance, you do not want to get injured through this process, right? So actively building strength on a regular basis will help you to stave off injury and help you to improve your endurance at the same time. So win-win. Now, running will help you develop stronger muscles, especially stronger leg muscles, and runners are like, well, I'm doing, I'm running, and so that's enough. That's all I need to do. But it's really not enough, okay? It's not enough to just run. First of all, you have to understand that running is a catabolic activity, meaning it breaks down muscle tissue, especially if you're running a ton of mileage. So if you are not actively doing some strength training to offset that and getting enough protein, you're probably going to be losing muscle in the process. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to you know, waste away to nothing because running does help to develop muscle, but there's a little bit of a breakdown that's happening as well. So what you want to do is you want to hit the gym and you want to be actively building stronger muscles, especially the stronger leg muscles in the gym. Because when you do that, that's going to help improve your running, your running endurance. It's going to help improve your speed as a runner. It's going to help you uh, become a more powerful runner. Strong runners are fast runners. Strong runners are more powerful runners. And strong runners can go longer. So the third key really to improving your endurance is to get stronger because you'll be able to go longer, you will, you'll um, stave off injury, and you're going to be, um, running is just going to feel easier for you, okay? 
Um, number four is to run faster. I know this sounds counterintuitive. If you want to improve your endurance, you have to run faster. But speed work is one area that gets overlooked by runners who want to improve their endurance. Speed work is... Most people have a love-hate relationship with speed work. They hate doing it. Um, maybe it's a hate-hate relationship. <laughs> they hate doing it, and it feels terrible. Um, but the love part of it would be this, is that when you do speed work consistently, running will get easier. You know, if you want to be a faster runner, you probably understand that you need to do your speed work, right? But doing the speed work... And doing it consistently will also help to improve your endurance as well. And most runners don't realize this. And when I talk about doing speed work, we're talking about anything where you're uh, running and you're pushing it. You start to feel like you're pushing it a little or pushing it uh, moderately hard to hard. So if you're not pushing it, then that's what we call uh, the aerobic zone or easy running. This is a good just think of the cutoff as just being like, I don't really feel like I'm pushing it at all. That's then you're in the aerobic zone. But if you're like, oh, I'm pushing it a little bit or I'm, I'm pushing it pretty hard right now, that's then you're into the doing the speed work type of zones. OK, so really, I love hit training and I love tempo runs. Tempo runs are where you're running uh, consistently at a faster pace than your goal a half marathon or a marathon pace, whatever your race pace is, let's say your race pace is a 10 minute mile, then tempo runs need to be done 30 to 60 seconds faster. So you might do a mile warm up, and then you're going to run two, three, four miles at that tempo pace. So that is like uh, 30 to 60 seconds faster than your race pace. And then you're going to do like a mile cool down. Okay, that's a tempo run. HIT training is high intensity interval training. This can be any kind of intervals. It could be 400 repeats. It could be 30 second sprints. It can be hill repeats. It can be, um, I like to do longer repeats, like one third mile repeats um, that you could do 800s. Like there's so many different ways of doing HIT training, but it is so good for you. So doing the speed work is key. If you want to run longer then you need to improve your um, uh, speed. So you want to do the speed work. Here's why. When you do speed work, this will help to improve your VO2 max. This is the maximum amount of oxygen that you utilize while you're running. Uh, higher VO2 max levels will indicate better aerobic capacity and, and improved endurance. Also, the speed work helps to improve your lactate threshold. So it can raise your lactate threshold. Doing the speed work um, will cause your body to produce lactate while you're training. Your body will then adapt and burn the lactate more efficiently the next time. So you have a positive adaptation from doing this kind of HIIT training especially. So this means that at higher intensities, you can go longer before fatigue or pain slows you down. So you got to improve that lactate threshold and, you know, raise the lactate threshold. Speed work is how you do it. Um, the other reason why the speed work will help you build endurance is because it helps to improve your body's ability to deliver oxygen to working muscles. Um, oxygen delivery is key in endurance, and one really good way to improve your endurance is to do the speed work. It also helps you to uh, 
with energy production. So your body has this ability to produce energy and uh, with oxygen and without oxygen. So when you're without oxygen is like what we call the anaerobic zone. That's when you're doing like sprinting. You're going to just run out of gas at some point. You can only sprint for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, something like that. And then you're going to absolutely hit the wall. So when we practice that kind of interval training, you're training your body to use oxygen more effectively. Another key to doing the speed work is that it helps to improve your ability to use both fat and carbohydrates as fuel sources, which is really key right there, okay? Because when you're doing the speed work, you can bump up your body's ability to burn fat. And a lot of people say, well, oh, you know, I'm running faster, so I have to have the sugar. I need gels. I need to fuel up. I need to use sugar. You really don't. There have been a lot of athletes. Um, one that comes to mind is uh, Jeff Browning. He's an ultra runner. And this guy has been fat adapted for years. He's an elite ultra runner. He wins all kinds of stuff. Amazing guy. But he has been proven, they've done some testing on him, and they've they've shown that he has the ability to burn fat like more than just about anybody else out there. So most runners who are carb adapted, they hit this switchover point around 65% of the v of their VO2 max where they're going from burning mostly sugar or I'm sorry, burning mostly fat to burning mostly sugar. So 65% is the traditional cutoff point or changeover point for most carb adapted runners. But guys like Jeff Browning, he's trained his body to use fat, mainly fat as fuel up to 90, 95% of his VO2 max. Even some, some people can go up to 100% of their VO2 max uh, using just fat as fuel. It's pretty awesome, you know, because that means that you can go much faster than previously thought possible, right? Um, and then lastly, running faster helps to improve your cardiovascular fitness. It helps to improve your, your muscular endurance and just helps you to improve as an athlete overall. So the speed work is key to improving your endurance for all these reasons. And then lastly, number five, uh, uh, the fifth way to improve your endurance as a runner, and this is probably the biggest key to all of this, is you have to be consistent. It takes time to build endurance as a runner. And consistency is going to be the key to doing this. If you only do these things here and there, so if you do the speed work, you know, once a month or something like that because you hate it. <laughs> I talk to so many people who are like, I hate doing speed work, but I want to get faster. Oh, I want to run longer. Okay, well, then you got to do the speed work. But if you do these things inconsistently, you're going to get inconsistent results, right? You're just not going to get there. You need to be consistent with your training volume, with your diet, with your strength training, with your speed work. Consistency is key. The way you accomplish anything in this world really is to take consistent aligned action. What are the actions that you need to take that are going to get you to this goal? Okay, make sure you know what to do. That's key, right? But then practice doing those things consistently. That's it. That is the key right there, okay? 
I mentioned like learning how to play the guitar earlier. If you want to learn how to play the guitar, you have to practice it and you have to be consistent with it. And it's going to suck at the beginning and you're going to be terrible and everybody's going to tell you to stop playing because it sounds awful. But you got to stick with it and you got to keep doing it. You have to take consistent aligned action if you want to accomplish anything in this world. Okay, practice consistently improving your endurance and you'll be running longer and easier before you know it. Cool. All right. That's all I got for you today. I love you all. Keep on running lean and I will talk to you soon.